0: Hello, welcome back to the podcast, whatever it may be, with me, your host, Drindle Beasley. (laughs) Um, Let's see, it is Tuesday, January 11th. I was supposed to uh, do something this morning and I didn't do it because, well, I gotta tell you, things happen. And uh, let that be a lesson to all of you, that things happen. That's how I'm going to start the pod- podcast off, educationally. So if you're thinking, um, maybe my life or my day might go one way, it could go another. And that's real wisdom for you. Did you think about that? No, you didn't. Sipping on some coffee. <sighs> Let's bring ourselves back down to reality. And the reality is, since the last podcast, some fucking terrible things have happened. COVID's out there sleeping with every fucking body. Okay, I used to think I was special because they gave it up to me. But that's just not the case. She's out there giving it up to everybody. That's okay. That's her thing, and that's what she wants to do. Uh Betty White died. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Betty White died, and I'm not I'm not happy about it. Betty White was uh, a fantastic woman. An amazing woman. She did so much in her long, long, long career and right before her 100th birthday she passed away. And we love you, Betty. We're going to miss you. Bob Saget as well. 65 years old this guy was. Betty White kicked it at 99. Bob Saget dies at 65. Again, you might be thinking one thing can go one way, and then it goes a totally different fucking way. Sorry, guys, I'm sipping coffee. Okay? I'm going to sip coffee because that's what I want to do. Big boobs. Um, what else is happening? I've, uh got some guests coming up but this one of course is just me I was thinking about some things I could talk to you guys about on the podcast and I've got a lot of feedback on the addiction podcast a lot of people are like oh that's so cool that you know you're able to talk about that and whatnot and and you know it was very uh refreshing it was very very nice to hear people connect with it you know But I don't necessarily want to be, you know, like this isn't going to be a podcast about addiction, you know, it's like just a kind of shoot the shit kind of podcast and it will get better as we go on because, of course, it's like forming, it's developing. This podcast is in such a baby stage of like, what is it? What are we talking about? What's the what's the M.O.? Like what's happening? But really, it's just a guy who has a great mic set up, a tolerable voice and some good stories. And you know what? People have started religions with much or less, so I'm just starting a friggin' podcast. Speaking of religion, let's go back to my days of youth. And as I think I'm a very young little baby boy now, I was an even bigger baby boy once. An even babier boy, so to speak. I was about, I don't know, maybe 21, 22-ish when this happened to me. Um, this is quite the story. So hold on to your chest muscles. A lot of you are probably squeezing your tits in public and that's fine because you can tell them that I told you to do it. Hold on to them because I'm telling you the story and it's going to get a little wild and wacky. It's a story I haven't told many people. Speaking of religions and churches and whatnot. Let's take, uh... Let's take it back to Tennessee. That's wildly inappropriate. Yes, it is. Let's take it back to Tennessee where I was many, many years ago. Okay. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you anyway. I was about 20, 21 years old, and I. this is a time where I was drinking heavily, heavily, heavily. Was I doing drugs? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think I was doing drugs in this area. If I was, it wasn't like I was addicted to them. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I'll do drugs on this night when I'm drinking, or I'll do a little bit of this here and a little bit of that there. Anyway, where I lived in Tennessee, uh, where my parents still live, is a very small town, you know, and. In order to get to any other city, you kind of got to drive a little ways. Any kind of major city with big things. Now, that city that they live in has flourished, and it's like its own big thing now, and it's cool to see. But back at this point in time, it was nothing but the valleys of a mountain, and there wasn't much to do. So you had to venture out of it. And we would go from that town to this other town called Newport. Which is literally, I think they based the devil's rejects off of the city. Because it is a fucking anomaly. I don't get it. I don't understand it. You can go to a fucking Walmart in Newport, Tennessee. And be automatically teleported to the 1970s. Early 1970s. Everybody's stuck in that period. Or at least they were when I was 20 or 21. So... On the way to this city, Newport, from where I was residing, there's like this back road. And it's a stretch for miles and miles and miles. On this back road, we would see this little bar, but we'd never stop there because why would we? It was like a biker bar looking, very small hole in the wall, piece of shit type joint. So, it was like, why would we stop? Let's go straight to Knoxville. Let's party with the cool kids and hang out and what, whatever. So, one night, me and my buddy, which I asked him if I could tell him this story and name him. And he was like, no, I don't want to be a part of that. I, I, I'm trying to forget that part of my life. And I totally get it. So, I'm, I'm leaving your name out. But me and my buddy were driving past. And finally, I just go, dude. You know, we've already been kind of partying a little bit. Let's go to this fucking biker bar, dude. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's fucking go. So we go, and we pull into the parking lot, gravel parking lot, a white building, two stories this building is. And the bottom of it is what looks like a bar. And it is that (laughs) <laughs> so we go in. There's bikes outside, there's trucks outside, there's people inside. There's music playing, there's people drinking, there's people dancing. There's some of the best biscuits and gravy you probably ever tasted in your life. I'm sitting down and and this guy asked me if I want to play pool. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. I don't I don't have any money to play pool or like bet or wager anything, but this guy um He's like, no, man, I just want to play. I just want to play a couple of rounds, whatever. Like, you know, I'm drinking. I want to have fun. So I agree to do it, and we start playing pool. This guy is whooping my fucking ass at pool. He is beating the shit out of me. That's wildly inappropriate. And um, he finally just says, uh, you know... (laughs) I don't want to do this anymore. It's not fun. Admittedly, it probably wasn't fun for him because I was terrible at pool. I'm actually really good at pool, but that night, not so good. Anyway, we sit down after playing pool, and we start talking. My buddy's over at the jukebox just having the time of his fucking life. And um, there's – uh, he's having the time of his life dancing, singing, singing. You know, eating biscuits and gravy, drinking more beer. It was a dry county, so you couldn't get liquor. So these bars only served beer at the time. And, um... Or wine-based products. I think there was, like, wine shots or some shit. I don't know. They always tried to get away with doing liquor-ish things until they finally opened the county and let people drink liquor. It's weird. You have to look up what a dry county means, but that's what this was. Hmm. And... The guy talking to me finally is just like, Yeah, man. I've been coming here for like 12 years. I'm like, Oh, damn. This dude's fucking significantly older than me. And uh, he didn't look it. I remember thinking, This guy looks kind of young. Maybe four or five years older than me. Not fucking 12. And he then says, It's kind of crazy that this place is a church on Sundays. And... I couldn't believe it. I I was like, "What?" This bar. I'm looking around. And as I start to look at everything, I th- I start to realize how movable everything is in the bar in the fucking bar. The bar itself looks like it could transform into what looks like a stage for a pastor or whatever. And then all the chairs are like you know, they're, they're fucking like Walmart chairs. They're not, and then there's like a couple of stools and the, and the jukebox is like kind of tucked away to the side too. And I'm like, is this guy fucking with me? Because this is totally believable. So finally he tells me about it. He's like, no, it's the something, something congregation of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. My friend happens to be obsessed With religion, not that he's religious, but just that, you know, he's fucking like all about like theories and, and what religion means. And I don't know, he was like enamored by it. So when I go over and tell him, I'm like, yo, you know, this place is a church on Sunday mornings. And it happened to be that we were there on a Saturday night. So he says, dude, let's just keep drinking, you know go back out to the car, hang out for a little bit and then come back for Sunday service. I want to see if this is like one of those fucking crazy wild churches you hear about in the South. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different wild Southern church things that go down practices, whatever. But I'm drunk. Might have been a little high at the time and I was like, fuck it, let's do it. God, please forgive me because I... Definitely went to the To the service Drunk out of my mind And stoned out of my gourd And we get in there And before we go in My buddy's like Yo You should take some molly And I was like What? He's like yeah man Come on dude This is gonna be like An experience And I'm like Oh Do I need to do molly Before The answer is no The answer is Absolutely not Go to jail But I did. I fucking did. I did just a little bit of Molly. I did just a little bitty baby speck of Molly, dude. Don't get crazy about it. Don't go tell your parents how terrible I am. Because I'm not. Did a little bit of Molly. We went to the service. And it's exactly the fucking freak show you would think it would be. First of all, we're in the truck for maybe... 15 minutes after we leave the bar and it closes at like 3am okay we're in the in the truck for about 15 minutes we're trying to like kind of maybe figure out if we're gonna sleep a little bit then go cause the service was like at 7am or some shit so he decides he wants to go to Walmart I'm like bro you're way too drunk to go to Walmart we cannot leave this parking lot So we sit in the parking lot and I forgot what game he had in his truck. He had some kind of handheld game. I don't know if it was like PSP or something like that. But We fucking sat there taking turns playing this fucking game. And this was before the Molly. So anyway, about six o'clock rolls around. We had probably taken two 15 minute naps a piece Between the two of us, kind of fading out, looking at our phone and, you know, like doing whatever, texting whoever we were texting at that time. And finally, it's go time in the parking lot the entire time. It's go time. So we take a little bit of Molly. Both of us take a little bit of Molly. He takes more than I do. We go into this church. (laughs) And it is wild. It's fucking Yonkers. There's a guy screaming, uh, you know, some passages, verses, uh, scriptures, whatever you want to call them, while he's holding two snakes in his hand, yes, they're two live snakes, and he's, he's jumping around, everybody's jumping with him, me and my buddy are tripping fucking balls, trying not to look weird, but we're sweating, but that's okay because everybody else is sweating because it's a freak show. And I start just fucking trying to fill in the vibe and I'm like, yes, yes, snakes, fuck yeah. I'm like going up to the little, the like the little old lady on the piano and I'm like dancing and she's playing and this guy's got snakes and he's like, if they bite you, it's cause you're a sinner. You know, shit like that. And I'm just fucking waxed out of my mind. I can't believe what's going on. The preacher starts like fucking with people. And this is what I'll never understand this about these Southern churches. The preacher would, like touch your head and like grab your fucking head and be like, throw you back. And he's like, the Lord will heal you. And you'll you'll fucking fall down. I guess cause you're possessed. By the word or some shit. But me. He did it to me. And I fell down because I was drunk and on Molly. And I lost control of my feet. And I fucking hit my head. On one of the church pews so fucking hard. That I, I fucking passed out. I literally passed out. I've got... Molly in my system, I probably reek of alcohol, to be fair. And I definitely smell like weed. And these people have to be thinking, what is wrong with this kid? But no, since they are in the warped ideology that they're in, they just think this is the Lord doing his work. Amen, hallelujah. Can I get another one? Get me a Mountain Dew from the fridge. It's not, it's not the Lord doing his work. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. It's just me being fucked up, getting pushed physically by this big man with snakes in his hand and hitting my fucking head. The story does not end there, folks. Okay? The story is just beginning. Okay, I wake up. I wake up in what I wake up in what feels like a bedroom from 1933. I have an ice pack on my head that is not from this century. It's like an ice pack with a little screw on top. It's a bag It's made specifically for cartoon characters that hit their head. I don't know where this ice pack came from, but it is the size of my cranium, and it's on my head. I am in a white fucking something. It honestly felt like a sheet with a hole for a head. That's it. I'm underneath the covers in this bed, and the... the, I vividly remember this... This comforter on me is, uh, it's, it smells musty. It smells 140 years old, and it probably was. I look over, and this girl, who's probably maybe my age, if not a little older than me, is staring at me. I'm telling you right now, this is the fucking, one of the craziest, top five craziest things that's ever happened to me. And I knew that I had to tell this story somewhere. and Why not here? On whatever it may be. Because you never know what it's going to be and this is what it is. I don't know where I am, so of course I look confused. I look at her, she looks at me and she tells me, Wow, you've been asleep for a couple of hours. And we're so glad you're Okay. Welcome to our home. I don't know where I am. I'm afraid. I'm kind of slick terrified. And uh she tells me that that I I can have some lunch or breakfast or whatever it was. They had been cooking. There was food on the table for me and I was like, "What?" Is happening. I don't want to like alert anyone or, you know, plus I'm, I feel terrible. I'm coming down off of fucking Molly. I feel awful. My head is throbbing. So food sounds so great that I'll stick to whatever the plan is. Maybe I just joined a cult. Who gives a fuck if I can eat some fucking biscuits and gravy or some kind of country bumpkin bullshit to get my fucking feelings better? I walk out slowly. My head is throbbing. She's holding my hand, bringing me into this kitchen. I see the pastor. The pastor sitting there at the, the, the head of the table. I thought, what the fuck kind of crazy Rob Zombie movie have I gotten myself into? He's like, oh, you had yourself a nice spill there, boy. And I was just like, "Okay, hey, sir, you push me. You fucking push me and I'll fight you right now. I wanted to say, I'll fucking fight you, bro. You push me, you piece of shit. But I didn't. I just said, yeah, <laughs> where am I? He said, oh, don't you worry about a thing, brother. We got you back up on your feet. You can have your little meal and stick around if you want to or go on about your way. Something to that manner. Of course, I'm probably improving it a little bit, but it's something to that manner. What was on the table was a literal piece of like bread and I guess like a side of mixed vegetables. Looked like it came very much from uh the backyard of wherever I was. So then I, I, I just I eat the bread, I scoff the bread down because I'm like this this'll soak up shit, this'll help me out. And I ask if I can use the bathroom girl points to the bathroom I go to to use it it's a closet I'm like is this it she's like no 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 no. the next door okay finally I get to the bathroom this bathroom was the most narrow or maybe it was because I was fucked up but it felt like the most narrow thing that I've ever been in and I'm walking and like my shoulders are hitting the sink it's so narrow but there's a little window at the end. And I go and I, I, you know, I start to fucking piss. And I look out the little window. And I'm upstairs of the bar slash church that I started the story in. I felt a little bit of relief. So I was like, oh my god, yes, I know where I am now. I'm not in some fucking farm, uh, you know, 100 miles off the reserve. I knew where I was. I felt better at this point. So I get done. I go out and I'm just like, Sir, could you possibly give me a ride back to the Exxon station next to where I live? And he says, Yeah, I can do that for you. We get in his car and he talks to me about God for what feels like two hours, but probably. Was maybe a 35 minute drive. He drops me off at the Exxon gas station. I'm feeling like a big bag of shit. I got my clothes and I'm still wearing this thing. So I go into the gas station and they let me use the bathroom to change back into my clothes. But they had to be thinking, what the fuck is this guy wearing? Also... I never even thought about it then, but how did I get into this whatever it was? Did this woman literally strip me down naked and put me in this thing? I wonder. I wonder. Anyway, I get my clothes back on and I just start to walk home. And the whole time I'm walking home, I'm like stopping to throw up on the side because I'm so sick I get home. Thankfully, my parents were still in bed or, or doing something upstairs to where I just kind of snuck to the bottom floor of the house. I laid down. I went to sleep. I t- I, I took a nap. I remember my, my stepdad was like, Jeff, come on, man. Don't sleep all day. And I was like, okay, I won't. Thinking that maybe he thought I had been there all night and I had been sleeping through the day. Which kind of made me feel relieved because I was like, okay, good. They don't know that I was just like out being a total dumbass last night. Um, I call my friend. I said, dude, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, oh, man, you hit your head. And they said that they were going to get you to the hospital and they took you upstairs. And I was just like, okay, cool. He's good. And I was like, what, bro, why would, why would you ever leave me in a situation like that? He's like, well, bro, I, I, you know, like I fucking, I I don't know. I just like finished out the rest of the service. They said you were fine. Like you were going to be okay. So I started to like sober up and I took advantage of that and I just drove home. I was like, bro you're not going to believe what I woke up to and what I had to deal with. And fucking, who knows what they did to me? Who knows what these people did to my stupid naked body? Maybe they didn't do anything. Maybe they're just good people of the Lord that wanted to see me do all right. Or maybe they, I don't know, slapped my penis a little bit. And then fucking took pictures of it. I don't know what they did. Okay? That's wildly inappropriate. It is inappropriate. Um. Anyway. That's. That's my cult story about how I was almost in a cult. I was almost in a cult. he said, you could stick around here. Leave if you'd like. But, uh. We're going to be going over scripture. Okay. What was this girl trying to do? With staring at me while I was asleep and being super sweet when I woke up. She was trying to fucking, she was trying to get me in the cult. Maybe not. But anyway, that was a fucking crazy experience for me. One of many experiences to that same note, to that same tune that I've dealt with, with religion in the South. Okay, and I know there's probably people like, oh man, religion of South ain't always like that. Come on, brother. Maybe not. But this is one of my experiences, okay? Let me have it. You guys, we got uh, some more guests coming up. That way I don't have to sit here and tell a story the whole time. But hopefully from this podcast you got, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, entertainment. From the the story and and the storytelling. Uh, I hope that never happens to you. And maybe it has. Maybe something like that has happened to you. Give me, drop me a line. Let me know. Hit me up in the comments and be like, yo, I had a little cult church story too. Because I love cult stories. Mine wasn't as significant as one that would probably get its own special on Netflix or Hulu. But it was good for me because it was it was a fucking weird thing to be going to a bar, getting drunk, finding out it's a church, deciding that we're going to go to that church. And then before we go to that church, we do molly and fucking experience everything up until the point where a man physically thinks he's putting the word of God in my head and makes me fucking hit my head on the pew. <sighs> My head hurts so much. And what am I going to do? Am I going to tell my mother? My mother probably is going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck? Why, what is my son's life that he doesn't tell me these things? Mom, I don't tell you because you worry too much, babe. You worry too much. You take all of it and you put it on yourself. And I knew that back then and I didn't want you to do it. That's why I didn't say anything. I didn't want you to, I didn't, you know, it was just like another thing. You take on so many things from other people. My mother's such a loving and helping person. She likes to take everybody's weight and all their burdens and all their shit and carry it. And I just learned at a young age to not include her in everything so she wouldn't go absolutely apeshit nuts. I love you, Mom. And I love you guys too, and thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Next week.